That's good. Uh, first time being here in Canada. You got a real nice city. You got a lot of nice people. You got a real beautiful language and all. I don't know none of it, but it's a beautiful language. What I'm trying to say to you basically is, you got one very confused black man you done brought up here to Montreal. Because I'm telling you, man, I'm having a tough time adjusting. Ain't nothing went right from the time I got here. You people are nice, but it started on the plane. I get on the airplane, and I'm listening to the instructions. They're in English. I'm doing just fine. Then out of nowhere, they switch right over the French. Didn't tell me nothing. So you know I gotta pay close attention because I'm thinking I'm the only brother on the plane they're saying something I'm gonna need to know. <laughs> and I don't know if you picked up on this or not, but when they say the instructions in French, it always takes a little bit longer than it does in English. So I'm thinking right away, they're not telling me everything. Because <laughs> you see, <laughs> you look at this, they got four exit doors on the plane. When they do it in English, they point to the first two. Then when they do it in French, they point to the other two. I'm thinking, okay, if this plane goes down, they don't want my black ass to get off. <laughs> so soon as it goes down, I'm focusing in on one little French man and I'm following his ass right off the plane. <laughs> It's been real nice here, man. Everything's going good. Sports up here a little bit different from it is, from what it is in America. America always thinking we didn't invented something. You know, we got this sport, the America's Cup. They always call it the America's Cup. Now they're hyping it as America's favorite sport. Who did they ask this? You don't ever see no black people yachting, do you? Oh, uh, no, because after that first big boat ride, yeah, we kind of lost our taste for sailing. <laughs> this is a lot better than the last vacation I was on, though, man, it really is, because I went to Jamaica last time I was here, and uh, they convinced me to try something, snorkeling. Folks snorkeled before? This is great. Yeah, well, I learned something. See, snorkeling is real closely related to swimming. I can't swim. I don't know what made me think I could snorkel. But peer pressure makes you do a lot of things. See, when you got 23 people standing on a boat going, come on, get in the water, it's okay, it's salt water. You can't drown. Oh yeah, you can. And if anybody can find a way to drown, trust me, I'm gonna do it. So they get me out on this boat and they start to passing out the gear. They hand me my flippers, fins there, and I slip them on. Then they give me my mask. Now I'm about to put my mask on when I look over and I see 23 people spit into their mask. I'm going, now what is this for? But I figured it was one of them life-saving techniques. So I put a lot of spit in my mask because I didn't want to get down there and run out. So they say, put your mask on, take a deep breath, suck. <laughs> okay, I got it on. Then they give you this tube that you stick in your mouth and the rest of the tube is supposed <laughs> to stick out of the water at all times. 
This is very important information. <laughs> so they say the secret to successful snorkeling is to lay out in the water flat, kick, keep your head parallel to the water, and you won't go down. So I'm kicking, and yeah, I ain't going down. <laughs> Everything was going great till I started to see fish. <laughs> see, when you see fish in the ocean, you don't see one fish. You see a gang of fish. And they're just darting all over the place. And you can't bluff a fish underwater. You can't go, get the hell away from me. Because fish just look at you and go. <laughs> so this one fish swam right up against my mask. Now, I was later to learn that this was a very small fish, about the size of a guppy. But in my mind at that moment, that was orca to kill a whale. So I panicked cause the fish started to swim under my body. I had to follow this fish. Cause you know Jacques Cousteau could be wrong about the feeding habits of a guppy. So, so when I looked down, my tube dipped into the water. That is a bad move. Because now my next breath was not a breath. It was a drink. <laughs> and folks, I ain't sipping it, I'm drinking it. Damn it, it's Miller time. I'm just hosing it down. And you know, once you get enough water in your lungs, you have to cough. And in order to cough, you must first take a deep breath. Another bad move. Because now I'm drowning. And people start swimming towards me, and I mean nobody but nobody was coming close. Cause I had that look on my face like, I want to hold on to something. <laughs> and they knew if I could have got my hands on one of them, I was gonna try to stand on them. <laughs> so this one guy swims a little bit closer and he says, don't panic. Don't panic, I ain't panicking, damn it, I'm drowning. They say you can tell when a man is drowning when his eyes bulge out of his head. Ain't nobody had to tell me I was drowning because one of my eyes had bulged so far out of my head, it turned around and I could see the expression on my face. I'm Steve Harvey. Thanks a lot, my friend. I'm getting a little angry. I go to a psychiatrist now. She hates my guts. She says I suffer from delusions of sexual superiority. She just wants to do me. Never hear your fat friend say something like, no, I really shouldn't. You walk with your fat friend, middle of the night, you wanna stop for some pizza? Hell yeah.